This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grobian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 218. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? Good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? All right, I guess. I apologize for the echo sound on my end. I moved into a new place, and I have not laid down any rugs yet. So for now, you're going to you, be dealing with two drafty churches you on are, the show. You are rugless right now. Yeah. Absolutely I don't like rugless. It. I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. It looks, it's bare. Um, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about the floor getting scratched. Mm. It's, uh, it's, it's just nonstop stress without the rugs. Yeah, floors are a whole thing. I'm they are a whole thing. They're a whole thing. I got rid of my office chair just because I was worried that it was going to fuck up the floors. Mm. Mm. And I didn't want to buy one of those like horrible looking plastic things. You know what I'm talking about? That sit on the that are, are you, the cover. Are you sitting on like a workout ball right now? <laughs> no, I'm sitting on a uh, little stool. <laughs> darn it. So that's another thing I need to buy as a new as a new office chair that's not going to screw up the floors. Brian, what movie do we have you watch this week? 21 and over. 21 and over. What? This came out this? in 2013. Picked this in honor of Bad Moms coming out this week. This is directed by John Lucas and Scott Moore. The same, uh, same directors that did uh, Bad Moms. Mm. I have a synopsis here. The night before his big medical school interview, a promising student celebrates his 21st birthday with his two best friends. Ryan, tell us a little bit about 21 and Over, please. Well, uh, I can't think of the case. There's three guys. There's Casey, there's Miller, and there's Jeff Chang. And it's Jeff Chang's 21st birthday. And him and the other two, they were good friends. But now they're kind of separating as they grow up. And you find out more about that later on the movie. But they all decide to go out for one beer because it's this kid's 21st birthday. And obviously that one beer turns into a full night of drinking. And the other problem with that is the Asian guy has a doctoral interview that his dad set up for him. And apparently his dad pulled a lot of things to make this happen. And his dad is also kind of natural. We'll talk about that later. Um, so they go out and the first part they get to they're playing darts, and the one kid throws a dart, and it goes right into a kid's mouth, like in the end and you can see the point going in his mouth. Mm. So this kid gets angry, obviously, <laughs> and tries to start a fight. Sweet yelling at them and getting a hostile. And they just eventually walk away. 
Meanwhile, one of the kids in this first bar sits down and he is talking to a girl. And it turns out later that this guy is this girl's boyfriend. However, they break up later on the movie. Um, so then they leave the first bar. And they get out of their various bars and continue drinking. And at this point, the Asian kid is all but passed out. And the other two kids have to, like, corral him and basically like, carry him with their arms there. His arms around their neck. And it's like a weekend he's, burn. you know, in and out while they're walking along sometimes. He's totally quiet. Other times he yells at people. So they go to where the girl told them this guy may know where this gift thing lives. So they go to ask this guy and it turns out it's the same guy from the bar. And what he's getting all hard ass with them again. And one of the kids has a handgun that they found on Jeff And he shoots a handgun out in the air. And they're out of pep rally. And by the way, this guy is a male cheerleader. Which. I don't really know why, but that made me laugh. Um, so, they sh- he shoots this gun up in the air, and it scares a bull or a buffalo that is at the, the uh, pep rally. And the buffalo ends up freaking out, stampeding everywhere. Eventually puts this girl's boyfriend in the hospital. So she doesn't hear from them. They're doesn't hear from him all night. And they're continuing to go around to figure out where this Jeff guy lives. And they still can't Oh, they end up meeting a back of this girl. And... She goes to the hospital to visit her boyfriend, and they end up having words and breaking up. And meanwhile, the other two are kidnapped by a sorority, and they're stripped down to nothing. They're made to walk across the college campus with a sock around their dick. And that's it. So <laughs> they're they're walking along, and they discover they're not as good of friends as they used to be. Blah, blah, blah. you know, it's kind of a falling out of them. But later on, they go to the hospital to get Jeff Shay because he is now there because he beat a cougar and. And then passed down. And they get to the hospital to get him to take him home. And the hospital, they, they steal the hospital record 
And they find out he tried to kill himself a couple months ago. And that's why I the gun. Or had this gun. And he wakes up out of nowhere. And gets ready for this interview. And his dad comes to take him to the interview. And he basically says... I don't want to do this. I want to be a doctor, blah, blah, And meanwhile, the other guy, the one guy, Moss Talent, see how they got him? Moss Which one? Skylar Aston? Yeah, probably. He He's the one that is talking to a girl the entire movie. And at the end, the girl realizes that she should be with him, and the movie closes out with all of them at a music festival. Party and having a good time. Good lord. <laughs> it's an epic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Jeez. Damn. So, my inspiration that I thought would be an hour and a half, maybe. This is an hour and a half? Uh, yeah. It's, it's a lot happening. They jam all that into an hour and a half. Yeah. There's <laughs> even more. There's even more that you didn't discuss? Yes. Good lord. There are, bu- so, there are a bunch of side stories. How, how do they have time for side stories? So, what did you think of this? Uh, some parts of it may laugh. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like uh, Oscar winner, but it was still <laughs> fun. I like the idea of thinking about 21 and over being nominated for Oscars. It seemed like one that you may like. It seemed like, a, you know, kind of a teen comedy of sorts. Uh, I, I saw this before. I figured, you, I figured you did. But it made me laugh out loud. I mean... I couldn't remember any of them from before, so that tells you how good it isn't. Well, I mean, to be fair, it does sound extremely dense. Like, there's a lot <laughs> going on, it sounds like. I can yeah. understand not remembering all of it, because I already don't remember half. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to remember. All I know is Jeff Chang passed out and he tried to kill himself one time. Yeah, and then there's another guy. That's pretty much the gist of... And I also like to think, because you said the other guy was talking to a woman the whole time, so I like to think that that, they keep cutting to him having a conversation with a woman for an hour and a half. He doesn't (laughs) do anything else. He's just talking to this lady. He's like, he talks during a bar. They leave. And then throughout the movie, he just keeps running into her over and over. And then she did your boyfriend and gets with him. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a 21 and over love story. Oh, it's sort of a 21 and over love story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. Did you find it relatable, Ryan, to your experiences of turning 21? Mm-hmm. When I was 21, I was probably, I was buying you people alcohol. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, probably. More than likely. I, I actually don't remember you buying us too much alcohol. 
but I'm sure it happened. I think it would, it, I'm, I don't think it happened too often because I think that we were kind of lazy and the amount of work that went into him buying us beer yeah. was too much. So he probably had someone else do it. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, oh, what was that kid? Oh, you have to get that kid. Harry. Grenade. What? Where does. We Harry Lee Park? No, I think Harry Mall. How does he, how does he fit into the 21 and over universe? I bought him alcohol. Oh. And I'm pretty sure he has been there. Do you want to do a quick, quick rundown of all the people that you bought alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get that off your chest? No, because I'm probably going to rush I remember when I turned 21. I think this is kind of an interesting story. Uh, Kevin, you were with me. Remember we... Oh, yeah. We got pulled over by a cop. Yeah. Going to uh, <laughs> uh, we wanted to stop for lunch, so we went through a McDonald's drive-thru, and a cop followed me through the drive-thru and waited like while I got my food, while we ordered, and then pulled us over in the parking lot. No, 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 no. We pulled out of, we even pulled out of McDonald's, turned left, went up to the light, turned left again, and then he pulled us over in like a shopping mall. Oh, at the, I thought, at the Blockbuster. I, I thought, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Because at first I thought it was the, the McDonald's was in the shopping center, but you're, yeah, you think you're right. Hey, what a dick. And remember, he searched my entire car. Uh, and he wouldn't let me drive away. He remember he made me leave my car because it was like the registration was expired or something. Like it had just expired because I just turned twenty. Like it was my birthday. <laughs> and the old uh, you had an empty Arizona yeah, IC he, bottle, and he he kept saying that there was something in it. Yeah, even though we had it in the trunk. Yeah, what what a dick. <laughs> And I remember it like totally. I remember at one point he kept us there so long we were just we like through it, and we started eating. We just ate the food. Why he searched the car? Had a fucking McFish sandwich. Yep, uh, I'll never forget that moment because it was like because we had all these plans. I remember we had all these plans because you turned twenty one uh, six days before me. Yeah. So it was like we were both celebrating and we had all these plans, things we were going to do. And like this guy held us up for like three hours in a parking lot. What it ended up boiling down to our plans turned out to be me and you eating McDonald's sandwiches (laughs) on the curb of a blockbuster parking lot. (laughs) A cop searched your car and we just didn't care really. that That was a great... 21 experience it's a little bit different than this movie yeah it sounds like but i gotta say i think our story sounds better than this movie's story yeah i I think that that story is actually funnier to talk about i'd rather watch ours i remember this movie came out i feel like this came out right around the same time maybe right after that project x movie came out and i remember thinking like this looks just like that project x movie yes i thought the same thing as well have you seen Project X, Ryan? I remember I was over at your house visiting uh, one time, and it was uh, on. But I also don't remember that. I didn't like. I didn't like that one. I don't think I would like Twenty One and Over either. Honestly, it looks. It, I remember it just looked so like dull, just dull. But well, sounds boring. like it. I mean, Ryan going through the 
the play-by-play there. I think I, I napped like three times during that recounting. Yeah, I think I might have nodded off a, a couple times as well. And it wasn't due to your storytelling, Ryan. It was just because this seems extremely boring. It just sounds like nothing's re- nothing really happened. Yeah, it, doesn't, it just doesn't sound like it brings anything new to the table. It's a, a lot happens, but really nothing happens. Mm. How, how was Miles Teller? He was alright. I I enjoy him. He makes me laugh. Yeah, because I think he's he's kind of a he's kind of a big star now. And I think I remember this came out when he was kind of still on the rise from Downingtown, Pennsylvania. So those of you that wonder what kind of accent he has, it is definitely a Pennsylvanian accent. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have oh, noticed yeah. Miles yeah. Teller's accent, like because right away before I even knew that. I was like, that, he's got to be from Pennsylvania. He's mm-hmm. got to be from that area. He sure is. Because we totally grew up with that, that accent. Yeah, he does. So, Every time I hear him, it's like... That's weird. I'm like, that, he sounds like somebody. He sounds like he's, He sounds like half of our friends, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's very strange. And also a weird thing. You don't have to put this on air or whatever, but... What's going on? Boss Tillers... Is exactly like Justin. Exactly. What, in this movie? In this movie or in general? The way he acts. Yeah, it's like mannerisms and stuff? And he's very quick-witted and mm-hmm. like says smartest comments right away. And is it, did, like, does he ball tap people all the time? <laughs> does he, does he do steal, steal their DVDs of happiness? Does he do that? Is that what he's doing? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh man. That's funny. All right. Well, let's talk about the directors. So we got John Lucas and Scott Moore. I think the most interesting thing about these guys, if you look on Scott Moore's Rotten Tomatoes page, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, he was in uh, a movie called The House on 92nd Street, where he played a saboteur. Uh, this film was released in 1945, and he was also in a movie called The Struggle, and he played a gigolo. That was released in 1931. That can't be right. Wait so, a minute. That was that? What? <laughs> uh, obviously, it's an error, but I still think it's funny because, because according to, to Rotten Tomatoes, his highest rated movies are The Hangover, The House on 92nd Street, and then Bad Moms, and then The Struggle. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. So these, these guys are mostly screenwriters. They, they wrote a lot of stuff. They wrote Four Christmases, The Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, Big Liar on Campus, Rebound. Uh, and then they also wrote, um, did they write this? Yeah, they wrote this movie, too, 21 and Over, uh, along with Bad Moms, The Change Up. They wrote that one. Change up. The change up. The change ups. That's that uh, comedy with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jason Bateman. Oh god. Where they they're, they're like minds switch or something, and like Ryan Reynolds is a big player, and Jason Bateman's a family man, and guess what? They learn from each other. What? I didn't even see the movie, but I can tell you that's what it is. Oh yeah, you know they learn so much from each other. Yeah, of course. Of course. 
they wrote a movie called Flypaper in 2011. Why does that movie sound familiar to me? I think it might be a different movie called Flypaper. Mm. It was like a heist movie or something. Uh, that, that wasn't very well received. In fact, none of their movies are really, that really well, well received. Uh, they wrote The Hangover. That was their highest rated with 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie got a 26%. Mm. And their lowest movie uh, is Big Liar on Campus from 2007. That got a 6. Big Liar on Campus. Uh, Todd Phillips wrote Hangover. No, he directed it. Uh, These guys wrote it. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, Scott Moore and John Lucas in a nutshell. Mm. Ryan, what what do you think of uh, what do you think of their filmography here? For Christmas, I own that just because I own every Christmas movie ever. Yeah, but into the Christmas that, I'm not too impressed. Mm-hmm. Okay, really, this is only the second movie that they've directed. <laughs> so they did Twenty One and Over. Or sorry, this is the first movie they directed. They did Twenty One and Over. And then they're they're directing the upcoming Bad Moms. Ooh. Yeah. Which so, I, don't, I don't even know what Bad Moms is. <laughs> well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, any final thoughts before we give you your drum roll on 21 and Over, Ryan? No. It, so, from what you were describing earlier, it sounds like... Uh, what's his name? John Chang? Jeff, Jeff Chang? Yeah. It sounded, it sounded like he was passed out for most of the movie. So was it like a Weekend at Bernie's situation? Sort of, yes. Almost exactly, yes. Thing. <laughs> I uh, can think of it. Sad, uh... Okay. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I like that. Did they pretend that he was awake? No. Ever? Oh, so they didn't go that I far. I mean, they, it. like... <laughs> They were walking around like he had one hand on, around each of their shoulders while he was passed out. And they were walking around and like he would talk every now and then. They'd talk back to him, but that's about the extent of it. And then they went to a party and it, it required them to. You go through seven levels of drinking. Oh man, I don't know, seven or eight. And while that entire thing is happening, they set him on the couch with two really big stoners who stripped them naked, drawn his face with a short man. And put a bra on him and glitch up there to his winner. Sounds like uh, these two guys are really good friends. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but if one of my friends passes out while we're out, I'm going to take him home. Like, And I know that they didn't know where he lived and that was part of the plot, but just take him back to your place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can do walk around. I mean, he, he could need medical attention. You know, if you're passed out, if you drank so much that you were unconscious, you you, you know, that that could be problematic. You could be talking about alcohol poisoning. Yeah, you're just you're talking bush league drinking. If you're doing this at 21. Yeah. Come on. You should know better by now. Yeah, anyway, I mean, presumably they're in college, so they've probably been drinking for 4 years. Yeah. Come on. Get your shit together. 
take care of your friends. All right. Sounds immature. Plus, again, I hate to come back to the laziness thing, but I'm just too. I ain't caring. For, I don't care. I'm not carrying you around. Like I'm done. Passing I'm right I, too. I, yeah, I'll, I'll carry you home. I like put you in a cab or something, and then that's it. Like I'm not carrying you around to place to place on some sort of like scavenger hunt trying to find your house. Drop yeah, your sorry. ass off at a park. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> Remind me to never overdrink with you, Kevin. <laughs> Jesus, I'll wake up in Central Park. <laughs> Dude, I'll like I'll nestle you like under a bush or something. So people <laughs> oh, okay. can find you. Yes. So, so, so the murderers and rapists can't find me. Exactly. I'm good at hiding stuff. Like I look out for you. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be even worse. I'm gonna wake up inside of a bush in the middle of Central Park and be like, "Where the hell am I?" Hey, that's you gotta learn somehow. That's what happens when you make bad decisions with your life. That's true. You take it as a learning experience. You gotta, you gotta live with the consequences, man. I don't know why they didn't just leave him at the sorority house in the first place. Just let him hang out there while you do whatever he had to do. Yeah, which sounds like the majority of what they did was like put stuff on their wieners. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of wieners in this. Of course there were. Of course. All right, let's go ahead and give you your drum roll here, Ryan. What do you give 21 and over? I give him four. That's a four out of ten. I want, I want to point out something here that I think this is far more interesting than the actual movie. The, the, one of the women that was in this movie, Samantha Futterman, it turns out that she was born in South Korea, and her long-lost twin, a French student studying in London, saw the trailer, reached out to her, and they found out that they are, in fact, identical twins separated at birth and raised wow. on different continents. So, I mean, 21 and over did that. Like, not many movies can say that. That's a good feel-good story. Oh, yeah, I see a picture of them here at South by Southwest. That's, cr- that's craziness. That is crazy. Uh, Ryan, what do you think about Bad Moms? Uh, it looks funny, but I'm not, like, rushing out of the theater to see it. It'll probably wait till it's on disc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm over the whole bad something something here you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. bad santa bad grandpa bad teacher yes bad moms like i'm kind of done with that i mean there's there's a lot of really funny people in this you got mila kunis Kristen bell katherine hahn christina applegate jada pinkett smith i mean she's not traditionally funny but i'm sure she'll do a good job in this they'll probably they'll probably just drink a little bit too much that's what it looks like yeah it looks like Looks like that's what they're going to be. Looks like they're kind of... Well, I'll read the synopsis here. Uh, Never mind, I don't have a synopsis. I was like... I was looking on IMDb and I don't see one. Let me pull... uh, I would just... I mean, it just... They're going to overdrink. Things are going to get out of control. Yeah. Uh, On IMDb, the the synopsis is there. It's just black on black. So, you know, that works. Hmm. When three overworked and underappreciated moms are pushed beyond their limits, they ditch their conventional responsibilities for a jolt of long overdue freedom, fun, and comedic self-indulgence. Watch out. Watch out. The bad moms are coming. Party like a mother. Oh, I get it. I I do. 
Oh, I get it. It's really, it's really fucking funny. I'm, I'm gonna skip this one. This yeah, one's yeah. skip for me. Yeah, I agree. It just looks like it's trying to cash in once again on the whole like bridesmaids shtick. Yeah, but I do like to see more female-led comedies. Yeah, just put them in something. Stop, don't put them into like just the tired old male format. Do something else. Like, right. like this kind of stuff is just like it's just kind of sad. <laughs> like it's supposed to be a comedy of like like overwork people and they, they they have a night of fun, things get out of control, and that's just shit's just kind of sad. Like your life is that depressing. I think it's also played out like well, yeah, ha- too. the whole bridesmaids hangover thing. It's just there was that other one too that came out a couple years ago that we had you watch, Ryan. It was like um, bachelorette party or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. That one, it's, there's just so many. There's there's too many, and they're just tired. And the trailer is not particularly funny either, I must say. Yeah. But who knows? A lot of funny people in it, like I said. I want to see me look good as her mom, bro. What now? And then what she calls it in the trailer. They, like, freak out about her bra. And she calls it her mom, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really funny. Real funny scene. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan, on Bad Moms or 21 and Over? These last shit happened. <laughs> uh, I'm, it looks like the, the format is probably going to be similar with Bad Moms, where it's like partying gets out of control. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there's a buffalo stampeding. <laughs> uh... All right. Well, I think that that'll do it for this week. Feel free to send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse, and consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rickstrom, Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See ya.